Hey folks, this is Todd from Redneck Country. We have partnered with Millard Outdoors to bring you a special deal. Right now, if you're a gun club or an outdoor organization of some facet, Millard Outdoors is offering your first order of any promotional items, such as hats, shirts, jerseys, water bottles, coffee mugs, pens, anything for cost. That's right, at straight cost. You'll be surprised how low the prices are. Get your name out there. Get your brand promoted. Contact Millard Outdoors today to get your complete first order at cost. Just email info at millardoutdoors.com. That's info at millardoutdoors.com. M-I-L-L-A-R-D outdoors.com. Referencing the Redneck Country podcast and someone will get back to you ASAP. Now that we've got the sponsor advert out of the way, here's this week's episode of the Redneck Country Podcast, uninterrupted, just like we know you want me. I mean us. We hope you enjoy it. Folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcasts. You're on with Real Redneck Tom Malarn. Of course, we got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom Bill. Are you there? I am here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is a beautiful night for a podcast. It's a crazy beautiful night for a podcast where we are. Because I, I only know, because I barely stepped my head outside just a bit earlier, but Dad came over in a freaking Speedo. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's enough to scare anybody. But I tell you right now, <laughs> you just the... Let that the the groundhog here was right. And I've talked about this on numerous podcasts in the last couple of weeks. My friend spring is finally here. Spring has sprung. Are you, are you going all wart and willy on me? Pull it, pull it, pull it, tusky, Phil, pull it to whatever. Yep. The heck oh, I is. I'm all in on this one. I put the snowmobile away yesterday, had the uh, garage door open. Uh, it was, messing around so yeah we'll talk about that in a minute but i'm all in on this spring thing so, so when it snows in a couple days it's you we're all coming after buddy no problem i got big shoulders and you drive a beetle so too I, long to I, not have big big shoulders <laughs> you drive a beetle so i know we can catch you we're getting there that's a story i, I sent a message to hey are we gonna introduce uh, the other couple members that, that we got on today. Do we need to? I was, was kind of chilling along. We've had some some technical difficulties getting rocking and rolling, so it's almost like we're family all of a sudden. He, he yeah, almost got to no see the true Todd. <laughs> What's that? For the sake of conversation here, it was not my headset. It was Todd Millard's something <laughs> or other over there. But we're blaming it on the almost guy because that's what we do. He was almost okay connected to our technology. We're trying some new technology tonight. You know, some some quality issues trying to, trying to get fixed. We've gone so long with just being able to headset and go and tonight we're trying something new and for whatever reason it was a little bit of a struggle but we're, we're getting there we're getting there we might have to iron yeah. some kinks out but but yeah so sitting beside me of course as always is patriarch redneck country my father rear redneck Donald, our dad is your mic hot my mic's hot and so am i it was a really warm night driving over or walking over tonight it was really really warm it was wonderful good deal no more pickets on the bottom of them sneakers <laughs> no spikes at all. Nope, none whatsoever. All righty. So also on the call is the latest buddy and almost family member since we've just gone through some craziness together getting this rolling is a good buddy now. Dalton. Dalton, are you there? 
Yes, sir. I'm here. He is yeah, here. I don't know what y'all got going on there now. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton's just like, great. <laughs> I use this technology every day. What is your guy's problem? <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, could you believe, Dalton, that in his spare time, uh, that guy is an IT manager? Or an really? IT yeah, right. and having problems. Yeah, more problems than we care to admit on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's a total another podcast to talk about Todd's problems. Uh, I tell you what, I'm buddies with Bill because it keeps me employed and excitable when he tries to use technology. Yeah, and I'm willing to not, take it. I'm willing to take the brunt of his jokes just so he can make himself feel better for his insecurities of using such. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, such a uh, non-technology basis, I sent a uh, video to your dad this week. It was, did you? Uh, it was did you get awesome that on? video. I, yeah, it was an awesome video, and you and you and I talked about it. It was cool. Yeah. So I did not share that with your son. I was going to say, so, what are we talking about? Video. No. So for everybody in uh, on on the call here, we. Uh, on the Tom household had a, had a visit from my mom and dad this weekend. And, uh, you know, it's March break and they helped us out by taking care of Violet for a couple of days. And, uh, in that time Sunday, um, we finally fired up the beetle engine to a lot of problems, but we got her all figured out <laughs> with the beetle. And, you know, I just about burned the beard off once. That's for sure. I had a backfire that just about come up and singed the, the vapor barrier on the ceiling. And the uh, the fire that started inside the carburetor was probably not planned. But the at the end of it, by the time they left, I had a nice video there for your dad. And it, it really wasn't working well when I sent the video, but I was too excited not to send that across. And uh, sure enough, we, uh, we got it going yesterday. And it sounds very, very good. That's the hot. Hottest, the fire in the carburetor, the hottest that car will ever look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it was, like, what did you have to do to get it started? Is it a crank that you turned no, a bunch of no, times? Was, like, was Hunter there, like, spinning the crank, and then you were removing the floorboard so that you can get your feet going, dump the clutch, Flintstone style, it kicks in, and away you, 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 it's not even in the car there, fella. It's on a on an engine stand, so we had all the control in the world to be able to do what we needed to do. So, yeah, I know it. Uh, Hunter is actually uh, partaking in uh, a skiing adventure in Jasper, which uh, Jasper is in uh, Alberta, and mm-hmm. he's uh, with his great uncle out there, and he's enjoying himself on the. Uh, the Marmot Basin Lodge, the Rocky Mountains, and having a good time. So he wasn't available to crank the engine over there. So we did it on our own. <laughs> so Thanks who's we? <laughs> Candace? Yeah, so. Did Candace give you a hand? No. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. How did you guys fare out? We'll have a, a touch point real quick uh, on your weeks, and then we'll uh, okay. get right into Move over into Yeah, it with the, the excitement. I don't know. Dad, you want to go first? Yeah, I didn't do much. Just shot her. Just, just shot a couple times, and was it ever better getting out from under the lights? I see a whole lot better in the daylight. My beads are crystal clear, figure eight, and I was shooting a whole lot better in the daytime. Oh, good grief! I don't like shooting under the lights, Bill. Just do not like it. I love it, but yeah. it's over now. Daylight savings time has come and taken away shooting under the lights. It's all over and done with. <laughs> it is. Hey, don't you trap shoot? No, sir. I'll, uh, I'll shoot skeet every once in a while, but I ain't never 
ain't never tried trap shooting. Yeah. Yeah, it's good fun up here. We we enjoy it on the weekends, and I got my wife and family into it now, and we have a good time, and uh, we get together with Todd and his dad every now and then, and and enjoy blowing targets up and having uh, having some laughs and burning money. You know, we don't. Yeah, we don't hit them all, but we, we you know, some whoa, of us whoa, do. What's this? Don't. We yeah, just speak for yourself now. Come on. <laughs> oh, too yeah. awesome. Well, ask me how I did, Bill. Wasn't interested, but we're gonna go down there. Because <laughs> you got a text. You got another text this week. Was it Wednesday night that I fired the text off again? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was, and it kind of made me chuckle because, for some reason, one of the two of you didn't want to talk about your night. <laughs> what I say? One of us shot a forty-eight <laughs> out of fifty, and one of us didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that I texted you that and it came from my number versus dad's number yeah. says everything you needed to say. Now, I yeah, will your dad, say your dad figured out how to use your phone is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I will say so that was kind of awesome, but I couldn't win because I already won twice. But I'm, I'm, I'm OK with that because I, I was actually I always said I need skin in the game in order to, to shoot decent, like because I never concentrate, don't care on the trap line. Just practice for me is, is tough to get my head in. But it was I actually concentrated and kind of focused. And so under the lights and cold weather, I was happy with that. I'd have been happier with a 50, but I'll take a 48. So fast forward to Sunday, it was actually starting to get nice. I mean, we were plus digits come Friday, I think in it. Right. And snow melted Sunday is our league, our big 130 person shooting league. And Oh my gosh, it was the coldest. I think we've shot in all year minus minus 18 and then wind chill and freaking blizzard. You couldn't see the targets in the handicap 50, 50 kilometer an hour. No, 59 kilometer an hour gusts of wind. That was insane. So out of 50, you shoot 25 singles and then 25 from the handicap from further back. So we got done and came in and somebody said, how'd you shoot? Oh, not very good. I said, but me and dad both shot a 43. They're like, well, dang near. That's like second place. And yeah. come the end of the day, it ended up being third place with a 43. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that tell you? In the wind and yeah, the cold. Yeah. 130 guys. There was a 47, some 44s and we were 43. Yeah. Tough day, tough day shooting, right? Oh, so, I tell you yeah, what. We canceled on Saturday because we weren't interested in wasting more shells because it was just terrible. Oh, you texted me. You're like, we shot one round, we left. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll get out this weekend. Well, I was really impressed with the way I hit those targets in the wind, and I owe it all to me not shooting under the lights. Like yeah, shoot, being at, shooting in the daylight, being able to see the figure eight on those beads. What a big difference. And I, he, he, he listened to me a little yeah. bit more now took some tips so i was i was pleased with my 43 in that weather that's it i so wasn't but, to get better from here on in. but yeah but i'll take it so we got one left but anyway so enough about us let's move to southern mississippi for our good buddy dalton that's on here because dalton's got he he's been listening to the podcast reached out we were chit-chatting he he told some stories and it's actually an honor to finally get you on because this is something that we're going to take a break from the days of lead which we've been doing for a while now because so many people drive us insane with they want to hear dad's stories i don't understand i think it's sabotage it might be the other outdoor podcasts that are reaching out trying to sabotage us saying hey put more but our numbers keep getting better so (laughs) 
I guess if you want to listen to dad, we'll put them on, but we're going to take a break because and we're always about bringing guests on and Dalton's like, yeah, he's got some stories and it's hunting that we haven't really ever done or had the opportunity. And I think no, for us, not. it's the perfect time because we have just had, uh, what, how, what's the term? Uh, uh, it's not a regulation, but is it bill? Did they regulate it now? Or they've said, please don't shoot them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, that's a, that's a, the story there. I don't know what the actual regulation term or whatever, but yeah, I saw it on the Ontario Federation of Angler and Hunters is don't shoot them. I mean, it's not, not allowed, but what we're talking about is, uh, is, is wild hogs. Wild right? hogs. And they've just moved out. Like we've never, ever, ever had them like this, this far North. And so don't know where they came from, whether they were penned up pigs and, and, and they got out cause we never really had wild hogs or if they've migrated up, I've never looked into it. I could sound like an idiot right now. I don't know where they came from. It could have been just that penned up pigs that got out and became feral. I, I don't know, but we've now are getting them. This is the second season. People are seeing them. They've actually had to release a statement. Please don't shoot them. We're not going to have a hunting season yet. I, I believe the theory is they want to, if you hunt them, you spread them out more. So they want to try and trap them to get rid of them because they're, they're quite destructive on the flip side of that. I've always thought, man, and we talked to, to T-Bone, uh, Travis Turner, and he was like, yeah, they're just a nuisance down in Georgia and Florida. And so when, when Dalton reached out and said, he's got some stories, I'm like, I want to know all about it. Cause I've always wanted, all I could think about was, Hey, you can shoot your own bacon. Like we can get our own yeah. bacon. That's insane. So, Dalton, are are they prevalent in southern Mississippi like 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 we've heard about down south? And are they a nuisance? Oh yeah, they're they're thick down here. They're uh, you pretty much gonna see sign all over the place down down here on the river. No doubt. And and they eat the roots, the roots, then the trees die and yada 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 and they apparently yeah, they'll, they'll tear they'll so, tear it up. They'll tear they tear the woods up. What are you what are you hunting? Is it like the javelina, the little ones or the uh, wild like uh, a big pig? I, I'm very uneducated when it comes to hog hunting in the states, let alone uh, where where you are. You know Tell more than more about Do you know more than I thought you did, Bill? Are they javelina? <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's with a J, right? Yeah, well, you ever been on a 3D archery course? Uh, the javelina is the only pig I've ever shot. It's a little wee tiny foam thing about the size of my, <laughs> double the size of my little cooler here. And uh, a wild hog is, is what we had, you know, roaming around. And you could see them hunting them from helicopters and, and stuff. They're two different sized pigs, but I don't know what uh, what you're hunting down there. Yeah, so these here, they, they get pretty big. Uh, Biggest one I've killed been just over 200 pounds, but Holy. I've seen some that's 300 plus. Holy smokes. That's insane. That's massive. Like, that's a giant oh, yeah. buck. It's over 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Yep, okay, get, before we get into that, I, I apologize because we should have backtracked a bit, Bill. We went right into it because I'm excited. But Dalton, do you yes. want to tell us a little bit about yourself? You're, we know you're from Southern Mississippi. I don't know how much you want to reveal for all of our <laughs> listeners that are out there. Uh, but by all means, uh, break it down. Like how often, uh, anything you want to share, but who is Dalton? How often do you hunt? What do you hunt? And then we'll get into into the hog thing. Hopefully we didn't spoil it too much, but, but, yeah. but, but break it down for us. Who is Dalton? Yes, sir. So I'm down here in South Mississippi. I uh, I pretty much go hunting and fishing every chance I get. Do a uh, do a little bit of a little bit of everything. Uh, 
pretty much been in the outdoors since since I was little, and uh, uh, mainly hunt the Pascagoula River Wildlife Management Area. That's the state land we got down here that we hunt, and uh, do a lot of fishing on it, bass fishing, crappie fishing, and uh, pig hunting. See now we're, we're, we're we might have to bring you back on for more because yeah. So we just branched into a whole other topic, and you're going to get Todd talking way too fast here, way too much, and we're trying to, to concentrate on the uh, on the uh, the Dalton side of it with, with more stories here. But yeah, no. Based on where you, where you are, how long have you been hunting? Uh, since I was about six or seven when my when my uncle first started taking me, and then uh, me and my uncle started off and. Or me, my uncle, and my dad, and uh, but I used to take it. We got a hunt, had a hunting club uh, that we'd go to whenever I was little, and I mean it just took off from there. Yeah, and it, different species. What do you what what uh, you deer hunt down there? Hog hunt, turkey. Is it? Uh, I imagine you hunt all three of those. Yes, sir. Uh, turkey season just opened up down here. Uh, on the 15th, but I do a little bit of turkey hunting. I, I have never really got into it a whole lot. I've killed one turkey, but uh, I plan on trying to get out get out this season and do a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, mainly just mainly deer and deer, rabbit, squirrel, and pig. Right on. I've never shot a squirrel. We talked about this, Bill, when we were rabbit hunting. But you did. never yeah. shot a squirrel. I've never shot a no. squirrel. What are they? T- are they just like a rabbit, just smaller? If you don't cook them right, they're pretty tough. Uh, I usually take and, uh, but I usually take and throw them in a crock pot, and season them up, let them slow cook for a little while, and uh, they're pretty good. I might have meat to try. Meat falls it. off the bone. And- oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never. We got enough enough around here that I could make a meal out of them, but I just never shot one for the for i had one uh, end up dead underneath my hunting shed once that i was not going <laughs> to eat that one but you know that was a different story for a different podcast but man i well, there's enough of them around in the deer hunting woods that makes you want to take a shot my mind i just never had the had the thought yeah might have to give it a go might have to try it so uh, what yeah. do you predominantly fun, especially oh, with 22 chasing them things with 22 yeah. no <laughs> doubt See, Bill, that would be uh, more yeah. your style of hunting, just like rabbit. You just walk a little bit, stop, look around. There he is. Yep. Yeah. And there you go, right, right there. And your your hog hunting is that a an all year thing down in, in Mississippi, or has it got seasons on? You can pretty much hunt them as long as there's a season in. Um, but you've got to use the caliber for that season. So, you know, if it's, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with that. I, I usually don't hunt them. Except for just during deer season, you know, no, during the winter months. When you're out there for deer and one walks by, you give it a, you plug it. I see it. I got you. Yeah. I got you. See, I see and it. I was wondering if it's like, we have coyotes up here like crazy. So they're, they're considered a, what we call a varmint, which then is once it hits varmint, territory it's wide open all you don't need a tag you just need your uh, small what we have a small games license that you got to have to be in the woods and that's it no tags year round go get them and the only restriction you have on what firearm is by the area not by the animal so the area you're in you might biggest one you can use is like what is it bill a 243 for us here dad oh yeah for you guys i think it's it yeah uh, and it's just by area, but I mean, you could shoot a coyote with a bow, shotgun, whatever you want, any time of year. 
doesn't matter. They're wide open, open season go, and they just seem to keep coming more. And now, now they're talking hogs do the same thing. So that's why I'm like, wow, I'm not really a coyote hunter. Cause I always said, I don't really want to kill anything that I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to waste it, but man, a 200 pound pig. That's a lot of food. It's a lot of meat. That's a, a lot, lot of, meat. of meat. Yeah. I'm interested. Let's, let's hear a story. Let's hear the story of maybe, uh, uh, your your first first pig and then maybe your 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 most favorite uh, wild hog hunt. Oh, first pig. Let's see. That was back. I guess that was around 2007. Uh, I had I was sitting in my uh, sitting in the ladder stand on on a little food plot, and had I think it was probably two or three of them come out, and they were they were around 100 pounds, and. Uh, but anyway, I, I picked one and I shot it. It took off and come running right back towards, right up underneath my ladder stand where it, where it fell. And uh, I ended up having to shoot it two more times <laughs> right up underneath the stand before it finally, before it finally died. But that, that was probably the first one I'd killed. What, what were you using? Or a rifle? Yeah. Oh, that was with a rifle. No and, doubt. Yeah, and it took three shots. What, what was it, sir? It don't always take three shots. I've killed them with a twenty-two while we were squirrel hunting. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that was a little while back. I, I didn't put too good of a shot on it. But, My uh, gosh. So tell me something. That comes around, you're deer hunting, and because we know nothing, are the deer going to come around when you got 100-pound pigs chilling, or do they avoid it like the plague? I've had them ch- like run the deer out of food plots and stuff, but, I mean, they. I've seen them close to each other, but not with each other. No doubt. So they'll get that close, but they, they'll, so they'll still hang. It's not like, like for us, for everybody, I, I, I suppose a coyotes within 200 yards, that deer's out of there. Like it's, it's knowing it's going. If it sees it, it's out. So, yeah. but, but not with pigs. They kind of coexist kind of like turkeys. Yes, sir. Isn't that something? I figured that the, yeah, the pigs would have been all over those deer, especially when they get to be 200 pounds, they just become giant mean beasts in the woods but that's what I got to keep telling myself I'm going to be able to shoot one one day someday (laughs) I've got them up there it probably won't be long before you start seeing them well and and that's like it's I haven't seen one honestly and and we hunt quite a bit and Bill have you seen one no but I heard recently I was uh, was at work and the guys guys were talking that there was wild pigs in my area it was on the buried news uh, last week so they're they're roaming around here in my countryside, and and uh, and I'm thinking that it won't be long if they're around before we start seeing them. Like no Tom doubt, said. they've so. really only been talking about it for the last couple of years, and really it was faint talking, yeah. right? And now all of a sudden, it's like they're actually talking about, please do not shoot them. We're n- and everybody's going, are we going to have a season? We're going to have a season? Like they're becoming a little more prominent and they're going, no, because if you, the, the theory that I've read thus far, if you hunt them, like I said, you'll, you'll scatter them and then they're going to, I guess, breed in, in various areas and, and they'll just grow in population where they want to herd and trap. And so we'll see how that works out. But I just don't know how they're going to do that with any effectiveness to be able to, to control the population to zero. You know, it's just always going to be in my mind, you know, a couple here and it only takes two. Right. So well, and <laughs> define hunting them. Right. So like, are, are they thinking guys are when you go hunting 
hogs. Are you going to go push the bush? Or are you going to get dogs yeah. and run them? So then you're scattering them, or are you going to sit like with a coyote? Uh, like I don't even know how to hunt them, but would you sit like how I would envision coyote hunting, where you put out that little squirrel tail with a thing and you call it in? Can you call in a hog? And like, what is it? They, you put out a bunch of radishes. I don't even know how to bait hogs. <laughs> So I don't know what that means for hunting them. That's what I mean. I don't know much about it. Is it the fact that you run dogs on them or is it like, I don't know. Dalton, you hunted just sitting up in ladder stands. Have you ever actually gone out with the sole purpose that you're going to hunt a hog? Mm, Not necessarily. Uh, Like I said, like we'll go out squirrel hunting. And if we start getting into a bunch of fresh hog sign, you know, then we'll kind of switch gears and, Start looking for the pigs, you know, but... Um, what are you looking for with fresh hogs? What, what is that? Just where the ground's been... You can tell where the ground's been tore up and real fresh. For them rooting around, trying to... Literally trying to get yeah, to the roots of the tree. And, and stuff. And then are the hogs there typically travel in, in uh, multiples, or you're not going to get one solo, you're going to get a bunch traveling. Yeah, together. so, uh, like, typically the big boars... Uh, I've seen them by themselves, but for the most part, like your uh, all your sows and piglets, you know, they'll all be together. Once you've shot one, what time is the barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I can get him out of the woods and clean. I was gonna say they're a pretty like smelly animal. I've heard right, like guys will talk about i can smell the hogs when they get close is that true like is the cleaning of them like really difficult do you skin them do you like do you leave the skin on like i think of a pig roast where you just gut it put a put a steak through it put it over some fire but how do you prepare this thing so i I just hang him up just like a deer and skin him but i mean the smell the smell ain't terrible it can be uh Especially on them boars, they, they tend to stink a little more, but uh, it, it ain't that bad. Right on. And apparently, they're pretty smart animals. Like, I did a little bit of research, and there's companies that make, for specifically for hog hunting, they make, like, scent just like deer hunting, but scent blocking and all that jazz, scent blocker soaps and sprays and everything. And they cater to the hog hunter. And I'm like, man, I always thought that they were just, they weren't that smart. They just didn't care. They root around and, and if they see you, they take off, but they're not going by odor and stuff like that. So I don't know how successful these companies are. I won't mention uh, them, but. I, I couldn't tell you on that either. I always just wear same stuff that I'd wear deer hunting. And usually, you know, when we're squirrel hunting and we come up on them, we ain't never really had too big of an issue. Uh, they have, they can't, they will smell you sometimes. But you ever had any close calls where they've they've come after you? Because I know that they're quite aggressive. I haven't. Uh, not not really. Uh, I had one that I shot last year with uh, with my crossbow, and uh, I had to go down there and finish him. And he tried to get after me, but that was because. He had air in him. Well, that might have been a reason why he was yeah. coming after you. <laughs> yeah, but just walking through the woods and stuff, I've never had any come after me like that. No doubt. See, I've been chased by a turkey, so I'm, I'd am be petrified of a 200-pound <laughs> hawk. That's something else. All right, my man. So you have shot a monster, right? So hit us with it. How did that go? All right. So, uh... 
this past season, it was open the weekend of bow season. And uh, I come out here to the Pascagoula River management area and uh, launch my boat. And I'll take and run upriver. I'll about about 10, 15-minute run upriver. And uh, I got a little spot back here in the woods that I go to. And I've killed, I guess, five or six pigs back here throughout the years. And uh, so I was out there sitting, uh, sitting up against a tree and had some turkeys and stuff out in front of me. They were up. You could hear them yelping and gobbling and stuff. And uh, but it got to be around, I guess, about eight o'clock. Um, and I heard some heard some pigs coming through the woods, but they was back behind me. How do you know they're pigs? Like, they're, are they snorting? Or are they like? Yeah, of- yeah. No, they're squealing, snorting. It sounds like the woods coming apart. It was, it was a, it was about forty of them. No oh, doubt, smokes. and they're really loud, yeah, eh? Like the, and it's distinct. Like you wouldn't think, oh, that's a bark throwing down oh, a grunt. No, no, <laughs> it sounds like the woods is coming apart whenever you get a big group of them like that coming by. See, yeah. now I want to see that. I want to be in the woods. So you're sitting down, Man. crossbow. It's crazy. Forty hogs coming through. Yeah, so they they were back behind me. I couldn't see them. Uh, these woods down here are real thick, uh, especially here on the river. And uh, but I couldn't see them. They were they were I'd say roughly a hundred yards behind me. And so I was sitting there. I was waiting on them, waiting to see if they would come, you know, my direction. And uh, they kept on moving back. So I decided I was going to get up. I had my crossbow, and I decided I was going to get up and, you know, try to sneak over there and get one. And uh, I made it, I don't know, I got up and walked about 20 yards, and I had a daggum deer standing in the woods. It seemed and took off. Uh-huh. So then I was like, well, now I'm sure enough going to go after these pigs. <laughs> 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 I caught a good deer. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> during, during bow season down here, we can you can shoot does or legal bucks during bow season but once it turns gun season can't shoot does but uh, i don't even know what it was all i seen was a white flag running through the woods that's how they do <laughs> that eh so in bow so do you and sorry we're gonna migrate I'm, I'm curious now migrate from from hogs for one moment so in deer do you buy you buy one tag two tags do you don't buy a tag like you gotta you gotta call it in how does that work for for whitetail hunting uh so we don't have tags so it's just on certain management areas that you can't shoot does all year we've got some that you can shoot does all year and then that's on state land and then private land you can pretty much shoot them all year up until the end of the season you know during rut i got you. as many as you want yeah it depends how well you know the officer bill yeah. There. <laughs> well, there we go. Depends if if you're willing to split the meat. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever. I haven't ever killed more than two or three. Right on. Uh, a year. And so we're gonna. That good deal. And there's lots running around. So there. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're you you the deer was gone and and now you're back to hog hunting mode. What happens? Okay, so the deer, he took off, or it took off. So I decided I was sure enough going to go after them pigs. And uh, so I was walking through the woods, you know, trying to be real quiet, sneak up on them. And uh, I finally started being able to see them through the trees. And uh, so I, 
I got as close as I could. I was about 60 yards from them. I leaned up against the tree and just squatted down. And uh, those in some real thick stuff. And I was sitting there watching them. And I finally had one. He started working its way towards me a little bit. And he stopped in the opening. I hit him with my range finder, and it was at 40 yards. I was like, well, I got this one. So I picked up my guy on him, and I shot. I heard doom, doom, and they all took off. I couldn't figure out what happened. Well, I hit a daggone little, I hit a limb that was right in front of me, and it deflected my arrow and stuck into a tree. Well, all the pigs, they, they all skewed back a little way. It didn't, they, they got scared, but they didn't all just scatter. So they all just scooted back a little ways. I went up there to the tree, got my air out, and uh, re the crossbow. And I started heading back towards them. And uh, I could, I got back up there pretty close to them. And I was sitting there watching them. I was standing there this time watching them. And I seen one started coming my way. And uh, there was a little opening that it stopped in. And I hit it with the range finder. It was at 30 yards this time. I got up, got my crossbow up on it, and uh, shot. It, it hit it, it squealed, it took off. And uh, that time, whenever that one squealed, all the other ones started, you know, kind of running around a little bit. And I seen another, another one coming my way. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, pause there for a minute. Another one coming your way. But I, it's killing me to understand exactly how they sound. Can't. Oh, when they squeal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Bill, do you have an idea? Can you give us a rendition, Bill, on how you think it would sound? Yeah, it would sound like the podcast when Todd says, Hey, folks, welcome to the Country Podcast. That's a pretty, pretty close, pretty close right there. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Okay, carry on. So you shot one. <laughs> They're squealing. You, you asked for it. <laughs> I was trying to see if I was getting, if I could get Dalton to start making some pig sounds, but, or at least you. You want me to try one? That turned on me. Hey, man, if you're willing to show us what it's going to sound like, I'm I'm down. That's so dude, you are you're so kind to humor me with that. <laughs> you for real did. I mean, I will make you a ringtone that it's gonna be on my phone for sure. Of that, I will send it to you, my man. We have like there a now go. we're getting a collection of ringtones. It's like the Redneck Country Podcast ringtones. And it's just a series of different animal sounds made by a series of different people. I'm loving it. Okay, sorry. So you smoked one. Now they're the, the herd's going crazy. Herd? I don't even know. What do they call a bunch of pigs together? A gaggle? A herd? I don't know. Uh, now I got to Google I that. Mean, I'm <laughs> thinking herd sounds good. I like herd. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. It's not but, a flock, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> Unless pigs can fly. <laughs> but sorry. Okay, so you shot one. They're they're flying around. Another one's coming at you. Yeah. So another one. It it started coming the same way that that first one went. So I seen it coming, and I was like, "Well, shoot! I got to reload real quick." So I was reloading, and just standing out there in the open, it never seen me. But uh, luckily, so I reloaded, 
and uh, was able to get my crossbow up, and it stopped in the same exact spot that the first one stopped at. And uh, so I shot it. It took off. Well, at this point in time, I only had one arrow left, and I only had four with me, and one of them went in the tree and then shot two at the pigs. So I had one more. So I was like, well, I better go ahead and scare these things out of here because <laughs> I don't really feel like dragging no more pigs out. But uh, <laughs> so I started clap. I reloaded real quick and I started clapping my hands and hooting and hollering, trying to get them out of there. <laughs> One pig's okay. Two. All right. Three. No, that's too much work. We're done, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Especially out there by yourself. <laughs> oh, man. So you're clapping your hands, hooting and hollering to get rid of them. Oh, yeah. See, and this yeah, is the point where you go. Out of there. Yeah, it, like, where's the fight or flight, right? How close are you? Is there a bigger one close by? Is it so close that it's now going to attack versus run away? That's a dangerous thing for me. I'd be thinking and seeing, I just don't know enough about hogs. I'd be, I'd be a little <laughs> afraid. I, I might stay in ninja mode. All right, so you scare them out of there, then the work begins, right? You got to drag these things out. Yeah, then the work began. So I got over there to where they were standing and couldn't find my arrows there for a little bit. I got to looking around. I finally found them, and both of them were stuck in the same tree right beside each other. I have to send you a picture of that. Yeah, absolutely. That pretty, pretty cool. But uh, they, were, they were stuck in the same dead tree on the ground. And uh, anyway, I finally started finding some blood and uh, found followed it out and found one of them and I got back on the second blood trail and it ended up just dying out on me. I could never find that second pig. But, uh, so I, I ended up with the one and it ended up being a pretty good sized boar. Um, I'd say he was, he was pushing 200. Man. I couldn't barely pull moving by myself on the ground. And luckily he fell right beside a, a, a tree that had fell over. We had a hurricane, I guess it was about two years ago, come through and it knocked down a bunch of trees out there. But uh, it fell right beside a tree. And so I run back to my boat, grab my rope, come back over there to the pig, tied him up, and was finally able to get him hung up in that tree good enough to where I could clean him out. And, uh, and I hauled hold all the meat back and forth to the boat, which was about a mile walk with all that meat. So you so, did you I mean, quarter it, it up then? What is it? You quartered it up, like leg here, leg yeah. there? No doubt. Yeah, I quartered him up right there in the woods. Hmm. Man. You know, that's, there's, there's your work and, and commitment. You need to invest in a little... Uh, <laughs> a cart or something if you're going to be shooting two and three pigs at a time. So that's the that's the second time I've had to do that, clean them out there in the woods, and <laughs> I got me a buggy now. <laughs> I do got me a buggy now. Yeah, I'd recommend just getting a hunting buddy that's willing to clean them for you. Well, that's the thing. Is, so, I don't know. Nobody wanted to go that day, so I was stuck by myself, and I was sure enough going to go. So. I tell you what, buddy, us dedicated hunters, that is the plight of the dedicated hunter. 
That is. Man. Yourself. Yeah, you, you know, it's hard to find good help when you're out in the woods, whether your gun breaks or you're running out of ammunition. <laughs> oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's always good to have somebody to help I out. I put your to. gun back together for you, Bill. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, yeah. willing to shoot and use all my ammo to get those rabbits careened towards you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, sure you, he would be there to help Dalton drag his boar out of the boat. Uh, you know too, what? I, absolutely. Absolutely in a heartbeat. I'd clean it. I'd, I'd erode it. Slowed it down so he could get a better shot. See, it's, a, it's a total different style of hunting down south than it is up here you're taking boats to get on landlocked potentially landlocked pieces of property to be able to hunt something and it's just different it, it, i enjoy hearing the stories about uh, different hunts in different regions and and how you know you're having to adapt and and it's just neat is i appreciate you telling the stories no it is oh yes sir. it's pretty cool right because you don't we don't we don't really have that up here i mean there's places that you could get in a, a kayak down a creek and then you go hunt there but it's not like it's that's not common at all you know what i mean like it, it, yeah that's that's pretty cool and like untapped animals Thanks for coming on, Dalton. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. No, we're, we're gonna have to bring you back on because, yeah, I wanna, I wanna know more about. Hey, I wanna know more about southern hunting down there. But you're talking bass fishing, crappy fishing, and coming up, you know, I'm, I'm fixing to hit some tournaments. So I'm, 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 yeah. I think we got to bring you back on if you're willing. Ten four sounds good to me. Well, Dalton, thanks. It was a pleasure meeting you, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing more stories from you in the future. And, and uh, good luck uh, with the, the soccer game there and, and everything else you got going on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was nice listening to you, Dalton, and uh, looking forward to hearing you again. So I can tell you, just to end this up, the grouping of wild pigs is known as a sounder. S-O-U-N-D-E-R. So that's, that's the what? A group of them? A group of wild pigs is a sounder. Okay. And there's your Todd tip for the night. There you go. <laughs> Rock on. Yeah, no, it was good having you. Really do appreciate it, Dalton. That's that's awesome. I really appreciate yes, you sir. taking the time, sharing the story, but we'll get some technology kinks worked out for the next time so it doesn't take us so long to get rocking and rolling and and uh, we won't have such frustrations for you to see <laughs> leading up to the podcast, but it was good nonetheless. I really do appreciate your time. We all do. Thanks for coming on, my man. And we'll definitely be in touch. All righty. Yes, sir. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And, folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.